Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to talk about something. I've ever talked about it. But I don't know why God told me to talk about it again. I also obeyed. So if you're giving your ears, listen to this like you've never heard about it. Because it has come with another revelation. As we are going to complete the year, there are weapons that God wants us to look at again. I'm going to talk about the three enemies of the church. Call, call it. Call it the three enemies of your faith. Amen. You know we have enemies. But we have spiritual enemies also. Praise the Lord. So we fight, we combat with these enemies. In our journey of salvation. These, the, the three enemies are. In sea. The world, the flesh, and Satan. The world. Tell your neighbor the world. The flesh, and Satan. Who has ever heard about them? When they were baptizing us in the Anglican church. When they were baptizing us in the Anglican church. The Reverend emphasizes three things. And when he's praying, he says that I'm praying for this child. That there'll be a faithful servant of Christ to fight the world, the flesh, and Satan. Who has ever had those words spoken by the Reverend? In every baptism. The reverend says those words that this child has been baptized. Lord, we pray that you give them power to be a faithful warrior of Christ to fight with the world, to fight with the flesh, and to fight with Satan. Today, I want you to understand it in detail. But the sound is not on my side. Please remove the echoes. Every time the Bible talks about the world, every time the Bible talks about the world, it is meaning something. One day, Jesus told his disciples, he said that there is sorrow in the world, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Who has ever heard those words? I pray for you. Please rectify it. There is sorrow in the world. But be of good cheer. But because I've overcome the world. 
What did Jesus mean? And what does the world mean? Why was Jesus overcoming the world? What was he fighting with? And yet he's the one who created the world. I want you to put aside our normal thinking. Amen. I want you to put aside the normal thinking. Who has ever thought about it but you don't understand? If you're the one who created the world, balance well. If you're the one who created the world And then you tell your disciples That there is sorrow in the world But take courage because I've overcome the world It means you are fighting the world So what have you been fighting with? Why did you create it? Why do you allow it to exist? When you are fighting with it who has understood that? You haven't understood. I'm trying to inform you that what Jesus called the world is not Uganda, Uganda, not America, America, not United whatever Arab Emirates. United Arab Emirates. The world is not countries. In that situation, what he meant, what the world means, systems of the world. Who has understood the systems of the world? So when Jesus came, he came to bring the kingdom of God and the systems of the kingdom of God here on earth. Praise the Lord. Amen. When he came, he came to bring the governance of God, the systems of God on planet earth. Amen. Amen. By that he came to bring the governance of God. By the time he brought the governance of God, the world had its systems. It wasn't easy to uproot the systems of the world. And then you put in place the systems of God. And the three years He was taking time to uproot He was making a way for us He was becoming an example for us He was planting The systems of the kingdom of God and all those that believed him he gave them authority to become the children of God he didn't stop at that he also uh, emphasized to start following the systems of the kingdom of God if they are going to prevent themselves from sorrow because he said there is what in the world it means that every time you use the systems of the world you end up in sorrow we came in salvation 
when we were using certain systems the systems of the world and I want to tell you that the systems of the world they failed we came when we were tired the systems had failed in every area there is a system that is used Amen. Amen. In education, in getting married, in marrying, in building, everything of the world has a system that governs it. But our role is to teach you the systems of heaven so that they can replace the systems of the world. Who has understood? Have you understood? The systems of the world. Jesus wants to Jesus wants to stay for them. He wants them to float. And he starts implementing the systems of the world of heaven. He said there's sorrow in the world. But take courage. I have overcome the world. I have used our system to overcome the world when, when you use the worldly system you cannot defeat the world a time comes and the world defeats you what systems am I talking about when you look around when we have children if they are twins there are systems that we use when we believe that they will live we go as Baganda there is what they do that ritual that they perform with system and when they use that system they are very sure that those children are going to grow up and if they don't do it they say that the twins cannot grow up those are the Baganda I don't know about other nations Amen. And then there is other things for us in the kingdom of God. When we give birth to twins, what we do, we bring the twins in church and we pray for them and we dedicate them in this world. For us, we just dedicate. Is it the coldness? For us, we dedicate whatever we put to birth, we dedicate it, we anoint it with oil, even if it is the church. Solomon dedicated it. The children we give birth to, we dedicate them, we bring the priests and they dedicate them. Even Jesus was dedicated when he was eight days old. Amen. That is our system as born. Again. We walk by dedication. 
We dedicate cars We dedicate houses When we grow up The system of the world You just get a wife And you have children If you connect very well And then you go and you wed in holy matrimony but the system of heaven when you get a wife and you know she's the one I'm going to marry you go to the parents and you pay dowry you come to your spiritual parents and they bless you and they wed you and then you start your marital journey that is the system of heaven now the system of the world you get yourself a wife and you start a marriage amen every time you use the system of the world you suffer the heavenly system we are about to get to Christmas they always read the scripture the child is born the names of the child one of the names is a wonderful counselor in the kingdom of God we are given counsel even if you're 80 years old we have a counselor the Lord counsels us through the Holy Spirit but in the world you counsel yourself you move you do things as per your head because and your you are above 18 you, you are supposed to do what you want but in the kingdom of God we have a counselor and people are like you are an adult why are you asking the pastor I'm not asking the pastor even if it wouldn't have been pastor the Holy Spirit can use anyone Amen. to counsel you are we together because Psalms 1 verse 1 says that blessing is someone who doesn't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Amen. Amen. So the system of heaven when you are doing anything you seek counsel from the Holy Spirit what is God's perception on this issue I also have my own perception but what is God's perception my sound is not clear. I'm straining while speaking. Who has understood that? 
in the kingdom of God even if you are 90 you have to be cancelled by Jesus the wonderful counselor the systems that is how our systems work that is how they work when we are going to work they pray for us when we are coming from home we pray our systems we fellowship all the time all the time anytime you get when the churches are open we fellowship the systems of the world you come to church once a week once a but at ours we fellowship every now and then because we believe that inside of us. There is a baby who needs to be fed with the word of God. And the more you come, the more you feed that baby, the more you grow. Amen. Amen. And whenever you frequent to church and hear the word of God, the word of God counsels you, makes you strong. Hallelujah. Amen. It gives you strength to overcome the temptations of the world. Amen. Amen. That is how we are. So in the world There are systems of the world But we have the heavenly systems When we are going to get married They lay hands on us When we fall sick Even if you're going to see A medical doctor The first aid is laying of the hand And anointing us with oil the Bible says there are sick person among you call the elders of the church and they will anoint you with oil and pray for you in the name of our Lord that is in our system even if you're going to be operated we start with laying of the hands that is how our system works. That is how our things work. The system at ours. When you give me 10,000, you've given me 9,000. Whatever we get, we give God a tithe. Our ancestor Jacob, our ancestor Abraham, our ancestor Isaac, all of them did these things. Jacob told the Lord that when you keep me and I go on my journey and I return back safely, you're going to be my God and whatever I will see, I'll give you a tenth of it. Us 
system our system when you give me 10,000 you've given me when you give me 20,000 you've given me 18,000 whatever we receive whether you've given it to me or have worked for it we remove a 10% and we bring it to church that is our system Praise the Lord. Amen. So many people are suffering today because they are born again but they are still using the systems of the world. You cannot overcome the world when you are still using worldly systems. Praise the Lord. Amen. At hours in the kingdom of God, we wake up at three or at two as a mass and pray for the new day. That is the system we use to overcome. Even in the kingdom of darkness, they wake up bazukuka. at night. They remove their pipes and they begin to do their things. When you are sleeping, they remove their pipes with the foreheads. They begin to smoke and speak their dirty words on your life. Even our Lord, if he didn't spend the night on the mountain, the Bible says he would wake up early in the morning. The Bible says that before dawn, very early in the morning, and then he climbed the mountain and he prayed. The Bible says that as his habit was, it should be your habit because in the kingdom of God we are supposed to be leaders we are supposed to be above only and you know the danger of being above only everyone sees you everyone fights you why? because of the position because of your spiritual high financial height those of you that drive along Nakasero Road when you're coming from public service South African Embassy. When you're about to get to the South African Embassy, our World Vision offices. Their World Vision offices. World offices are Stan Big Bank. They are Stan Big Bank offices. Kati kati oyatu sa o o your stand big building when we are driving on that route before listen carefully to what I am going to tell you that a stand big building was the tallest at the beginning of this month I hadn't yet noted it I was driving 
And I said there was a building here. And I thought that I had broken it down. I was seeing the new building. This one had disappeared. I beg you, go and check it out. You will see. Every time you're coming from multiplex, lift up your eyes. You will not see Stanbic until you come closer to it. Whose building is that? The new one. They are still building it. NSSF. It is tall. It is above this one. At one time, this one was the giant. It was the tallest there. But today, NSSF has constructed a tower. When I came closer, I noticed that Stanbic is still there. Then I got a lesson to learn. You people, the reason why the world is fighting us is because of Kubanga. our heights. Yeah? Let me tell you, you challenge people. You must have enemies. There must be there. Those that hate you for because no cause. Of your height. When I passed the Stanbic building, and I said, okay. A time comes when someone is not seen anymore. When the new person has come above you, and your glory is not there anymore. You think why does the world fight you? In this world we have kings. What they call kings is someone who is reigning. They are bowing to them. But then you hear someone who didn't even have a name. Someone who is poor. Amen. Amen rising up and they are hovering above the kings kings don't want anyone to be above them anyone who is above does not want to be challenged amen when you look at the NSSF building you may think when you're far away you start noticing that this is still there you may think they joined them together that this one is below and the other one is higher but each building is on its own plot and from standing to the other there is some space but when you look you wonder and you're like my goodness there's a reason there's a reason why people fight the born again because all the time you're rising there are people you find existing and they're bowing to them they're known they're the ones in those positions everyone comes to them for an answer for a solution now that building and when I said you build it look at this one this one has been there but now we can't even see it anymore 
But who do you think you are? Building, what do you think you are? What is your problem? The building is saying I'm on my plot. The other one is on his plot. What could be the problem? Praise the Lord. Amen. There are some words that because come because of your height. Amen. But all the time we are growing. You're going to grow in wisdom. You're growing wisdom. You're growing finances. You grow in relations. We grow. Why? Rachi. Jesus, who is in us, is the source of life. Is the source of life. Kings don't want to be challenged. But God challenges them. Who is Joseph now? Yusuf Yani. To become a prime minister in a foreign land. Who are you, Joseph? But when God says that you will be there, He breaks the laws. He broke the law. Joseph was not an Egyptian. Yusuf He didn't deserve the job. But God gives us things that we don't deserve. Even if you are not born there, when God says that you possess, you possess. Esther, Esther was not born there, but because of God's favor, she was seen worthy. Any time, God is going to plant you somewhere. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, your height is good to you, but it brings enemies. But don't fear. You are like a grasshopper in a bottle. You are like a grasshopper in a bottle. Let me get a hand. Why don't you eat me? You can't reach me. Amen. Amen. Now this hen and the grasshopper at the same place. But between the cock and this grasshopper there is an invisible strong wall hallelujah Amen. you can't eat me so that's why you should not put your eyes on your enemies put your eyes on God and the promises of God stop putting your eyes on your enemies that is how we make our don't walk by sight, we walk by faith. faith. What God spoke to you is what is of importance. Not what you see. What you see is only for a short time. That is only for a short time. The Egyptian after I take him away that you won't see them again. The Egyptians are there for a short time. And when they leave, you don't see them again. 
Bible says that I saw an evil like a tree that has grown on its land. But after a short time, I looked for him, but I didn't see him. A short time. You think that evil one has stayed for long, but after you surrender to God, after a short time, you won't see them again. The problem that we have, we add up the time we've suffered, and then we add it up with the time we've been praying, and we cry tears. You know they brought you to the doctor. You got sick at 11 p.m. You've come to the doctor at 10 a.m. While he's working on you, you're telling him, doctor, I'm dying. But the doctor started working on you at 10 a.m. Give him time to find out exactly what he should treat. But I got sick already. You've been sick, but you hadn't come to me. You hadn't yet come to me. The time you've been sick is quite long, but first forget it. I want you to look from where you have started to come into the hands of Jesus. Where you started blessing your issue before the hands of the Lord. That is what God told Daniel. That the day you humbled yourself, your prayers were hard. That day you asked the Lord, give me this, your prayers were hard. But the prince, the principality, caused the problems. Praise the Lord. Amen. Which means. God hears our prayers. But because some of us we are not consistent in prayer, prayer. and we don't know how to pray, we don't know how to fight the enemy. We end up delaying what should have happened quickly, delays. But, Pastor. I came to this church before Rachel. Nakalans came just recently. If God is faithful, how come I haven't had my introduction? How, can, how does Nakalans do it? Ask me, your pastor. I'm the one to tell you if you can't get me ask him I'm not going to praise this person before you but Nakaranz is a warrior go and research about her she really confused me she will first inquire from me. But she didn't even know what she's fasting about. She will go to work, come back three days without eating. She, she didn't have Victor, she didn't have anything. She for the church and praying for her family. And you're like, but this girl. 
That is how her life has been. That is someone who can first dry. A whole week. And she'll come and tell you, Pastor. Today I'll, I'll interpret you while seated. That one is a warrior. Now, <laughs> the principality, if she got her victor from him, on the level of the girls, a few can become of it. You've clapped your hands, but I don't know if you've understood. Nakalanzi is a warrior. Let her continue with it. Warrior. She's a warrior. She sows in a crazy way. She learned those things from me. And she first inquires. I have voice telling me, is it true? Should I go ahead and do it? There is a day we had just finished fasting. And she told me, the Holy Spirit had told her to continue with two days. She was going through Friday overnight. She was going to break her fast on Sunday. And I also got scared a bit. After the overnight, she started Saturday and completed it and broke her fast on Sunday after service. And I was wondering, what is this? Nakalanzi is someone who can come from UTL in the rain and she wears the overall and she gets on a border border even if she's sick and she comes and interprets me online there are people who are like her but the people who are like her their lives are not down their lives are high even when she's sick she says pastor you can come when you're sick and you minister like, who am I if you want to overcome the world there are three things and they loved not their lives unto death every time you love your life you're going to lose it there's a time when you hate your life and you're like even if you ask me for food I won't give it to you until 6pm the flesh has never been breakfast. says I want to eat breakfast say no I'm your master I want to eat lunch. No, I'll not give it to you until 6 p.m. I want to sleep. Wake up, wake up and pray. Get out of your comfort zone. You know when you wake up, the body says that you still want to sleep. And then you're like, Jesus, Jesus. I bind the devil. I bind you as well. And then you sleep again. But you can overcome the flesh with all the comforts of the flesh. The body always wants to be in comfort zone. The 
the body always wants to go out instead of coming to church. Look at people who are never resting. Those people and people who always want to be cancelled those people are always warriors even others are here they are here but on the issue of this girl I was also challenged the way God brought her miracle and by the time that miracle came God first told me before anything happened and I didn't tell anyone is it true and I said Lord you never tell lies let me keep this word when the time comes I will see when the time came they asked me I didn't first say a word but I had known already and I was just seeing the faithfulness of the Lord but your prayers were also heard but the principality of your land you have failed to fight them every time the Lord tells you see Saba you give excuses but today I'm very weak you know we, we slept in the overnight you know this and that you know I don't have money are you there Mr. Nsubugamina Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, we fight with the world and the flesh and Satan. And that is what they call the world. The systems of the world. And many times, we ask the pastors or we come in church and listen to the word of God when we go back we configure our lives back to the factory settings we the and plant the new hallelujah amen we changed our systems of doing things. That's why we overcome. Every morning, you have to pray. Didn't God hear me in the overnight? Every day there's something that the devil is planning. And whatever he plans, you wake up and kill it. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, to so we fight with the world no and the flesh. What is fresh? Stroke canality. Canality is a state of being far from God and faith. It is a state. Amen. Amen. You feel you are very far from God. And faith 
carnality is a state where someone's perception is limited and governed by their own surroundings. Amen. Amen. When you are in a carnal state, your perception is limited to those that you see because you're in the flesh you think that you are finished but when you are in the spirit you look beyond that big problem and see the bigness of your God but when you are in a kind of state ah, you can't believe God Amen. Amen you are limited and governed by your own surroundings when someone cannot exercise the truth they know about God no, no, no. Canality is a state. Is a state. When someone cannot exercise the truth they know about God. Which means you don't have that strength to exercise the truth you know when you are in a carnal state. Even if they told you that God cares, you forget and begin to cry. Even if you know that Jesus said that I'll be with you at the end of the age because you are in a carnal state you begin to cry Amen Okay Praise the Lord How do you overcome flesh? How do you overcome that state? The truth is it is very simple you just have to accept to be filled with the Holy Spirit when someone is filled with the Holy Spirit their life changes and their perception changes and the things they do change even their thinking changes if you're not saying amen, it means you're not paying attention. It means you don't understand. It means there's a particular kind of gospel you came to listen to. Amen. How do you overcome the flesh? How do you overcome that state, that carnality state? If anyone is carnal, if someone is in their flesh, they cannot even pray for five minutes. When someone is carnal, they cannot give. They cannot forgive. All these things you know that forgiveness happens when you're in your carnal state, you cannot forgive. If anyone is in their carnal state, you cannot even believe that you'll have your Christmas. 
Because your perception is limited by what you see. You're seeing deaths. But if someone has overcome the flesh, they can have hope. And hope can bring a miracle. If someone is in their kind of state, when they get angry, they get angry extreme. Why? Because every time you're spiritual, you have self control. If it is a car, it has a coolant. That cools down on the high temperatures, on the hot temperatures. There's something else. There's a thermostat. Now, if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, you don't have a thermostat. Someone who is um, in their kind of state, they don't understand the gospel. They just listen. They just They don't get a revelation. Pastor, finish preaching. Deliver me. And at least I, um, I get slain. At least my problems will go away. Someone gave a testimony here. But for me, I admired being slain. It means that people are always there prepared. I think when I fall down, my problems will be no more. And then you bypass them without laying hands on them. Like with all the demons I have, that man is bad. Some of you don't have demons, are not possessed. Some of you are not possessed with demons. Your problem is your mindset. Some of you are not possessed. Who told you that everyone is possessed? There are people who admire being slain. There's a woman. She was in the overnight. At around 11 p.m. I started to preach. I wasn't praying. I was preaching. She was seated there. There were chairs here. And then she fell down from the chair. And she started crying. And the Holy Spirit told me, she's lying. I told ushers don't remove her. I stopped preaching and I told the ushers don't remove her. We are not acting drama here. And slowly by slowly, she picked herself up. She got herself up and sat in her chair. She sat like this. She listened to the gospel while she was like that. At around midnight, she changed positions. Wanda was on TV. I saw a young man. It was Pastor Namtebi's church. They had got him from behind. He was kicking. I was on TV looking at him. And then I saw his face. He opened his eyes like this to see whether he had gotten to the pulpit. And then he closed his eyes again. 
And then I'm like, why is he disturbing people? This is what I thought. Some of you think that when you fall down, that is when pastor is going to give you attention and anoint you and lay hands and legs on you and then you'll be quick uh, healed quickly never act out your drama in church there was another one who screamed there I told ushers take her out how many had me? take the person out don't get angry with me I'm always seeing you who is possessed and who tells us you know you can fall let, let, them be, let, let me bewitch them I have different information and you're speaking something else what I have is not what you're saying I'll know that you're playing with us some of you think that when you fall down you're going to give you a lot of time Okay, you dare fall. You. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So if you want to overcome canality, very simple. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. When the Spirit of God comes in you, transforms you 100%. Amen. Amen. That is what you have to know. That it changes you. It he gives you the strength to overcome the mood swings. He gives you the strength to pray. He gives you hope that when you give, you will receive. When the Spirit of God comes and fills your life, He transforms you. Amen. Amen. That is what you have to know the Holy Spirit that when He comes, I will do everything. But this kind of state is bad. It's bad. You walk by sight. All the time you're crying. All the time you're complaining. You're joking with someone who is Kano. You can't count your blessings. You can't appreciate God. Amen. You can't. When you are in a Kano state, you are always comparing yourself to others. You can't compare yourself with your background. When How was my state by the time I came? What is my level now? Every time you compare yourself with the day you came in the anointing, you will see that God has You will love your pastors. But when you are in a carnal state, you are in the fresh. You compare yourself to others. We are not equal. Praise the Lord. Amen. So many times, when I'm in spiritual, I see that God has worked. 
The other time Mrs. Ntege testified And I saw that God had worked Amen Her Christmas is going to be good But when I went back I said, This woman is a fighter Amen She stays in Seguku Amen. But she comes earlier than the people who stay in Nangabo. And there are people she brings in church. They come from where? From Bunamwaya. She has not stopped at that. Everyone. She calls them to come. There is a solution for you in Please come. My pastor can pray for you. And I've prayed for all the people she has brought and the Lord has worked for them. When I heard that God had given her visa and her children. Are UK visas. I was happy and I said Lord this woman is deserving of it this woman that you see and her son that you see here and another one on 19th they'll be living here they'll go to Dubai for three days and then after and go to the UK and they'll enjoy life they are coming back after Christmas everything was paid for but she has fought Amen from Seguku to come all the time and yet even you who stays in Chira you fail you who stays in Namgongo you fail Mr. Kavuma stays. Chairman stays. Chairman stays. His office that works on it. Chetume Gayaza. Chetume Gayaza. Go to Ara Gayaza Kadongo. Gayaza High School, Gayaza Kadongo, Gayaza New Dia, Okirida once. I won't yet come in. Abana Bafebo Chairman, Chairman, Erosuan, Tusan Sokura. We're so happy to see Amen. But you may find that the one from Seguku comes earlier than you. You have paid the price. Imagine you, you can enjoy your flight with your men who wants to go with your, with your children. Oh Lord my God, I pray that whoever has lifted up their hands, that you give them a gift for next year. Traveling with our families in a plane. When we are going to the first world, in the name of Jesus, God has heard our prayer. He has heard our prayer. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. When you are in a carnal state, you begin to ask questions. Where will that come from? Amina. You start seeing the loan is bigger than God. Even your loan will be paid off. Those things are for a short time. Even next week you may not even finish it. The Lord knows how to make a pass. And he gives you a pass. And you score and you get 20 million. And then you first clear. You were thinking it was your salary that was going to do it. God can bypass your salary. And he does that those things happen to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are fighting with the world and the flesh and the devil. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay. The world. I hadn't told you but clearly. A system of the world. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now let me end with that. I'll finish with the canals. You know the flesh hinders us. It hinders us a lot. To receive what we want. But let's go to the devil now. Who is Satan? Satan yani. The word Satan is an English translation of a Hebrew word. The word in, in Hebrew is adversary. Amen. Amen. Satan is the prince of the evil spirits and the adversary to God. In other words, to mean adversary is enemy, opposer, rival, Competitor, competing, challenger, and contender. Amen. Amen. The devil is all that. Praise the Lord. Amen. How do you overcome Satan? And the first weapon overcome Satan it is in Revelation 12 verse 11 which says that they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. You can read it. How do you overcome Satan? How do you overcome that contender? How do you overcome him? Mm-hmm. Revelations 12 verse 11 mm. and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony mm. and they did not love their lives to the death amen amen they did what they overcame him with what? No, the blood. How do you overcome the devil? You use the blood of Jesus. How do you overcome the devil? By using the blood. How do you use the blood? Repentance. Have you heard? Do you know that the, the, the 
very first uh, important role of the devil. The Bible talks about it in Revelation. The Bible says in Revelation that the accuser of the brethren has been cast down with so much anger. He knows he has very little time one of the things that the devil does is to accuse when you are still in the flesh you can't avoid errors amen errors are human you can do mistakes but when you do mistakes the bible says the blood of Jesus is there to cleanse you Amen. Amen. You can read. In first 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 word. First John one seven. First John one seven. First John one seven. Mm. But if we walk in the light mm. as he is in the light, mm. we have fellowship with one another. With one another. Mm -hmm. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Verse mm. eight. If we say that we have no sin, mm. we deceive ourselves, mm. and the truth is not in us. Mm. If we confess our sins, mm. he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You can stop there. Tell someone near you that if you say that you have no sin, you are deceiving yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Mugole, you've not told Brother Mugambe. Joe. Tell Brother Joe. If you say that you have no sin, you are deceiving yourself. Stop deceiving yourself. Mugambe, Mugambe. Tell your friend. <laughs> Tell them again. Tell them again. If you say that you have no sin, you're deceiving yourself. <laughs> no one is telling Elder Winnie. Praise the Lord. I want you to know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I don't want you to fear. When we're walking in Christ, the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Where you walk, where you move, where you live. There's a lot of things that you do when you, they're not intentional. Sometimes you intentionally But the devil writes them down. The devil notes them down. Do you know what he does? When the children of God come to fellowship, the devil comes in their midst. Why does he come? There are things that he noted down. He comes to accuse you to stop you from being blessed. Because he has ink. He has ink. He has already noted. You stole someone's jackfruit. And you want God to give you Christmas. The devil says no way. You can't receive Christmas. No, let me take all. Let me take 
all the information I have. You stole someone's jackfruit. You hid it in a bush. You ate it after three days. And now you want God to give you money. God won't give you the money. When the children of God come to fellowship Why did the devil come To accuse He comes with the ink He has the proof I know Bukakafu that before the judge even if you are a thief you are allowed to speak they listen to the other side and this side the judges are here they will tell us Amen. They listen to this side and this other side. And then they combine. No, while you're still praying, the devil raises his hand and says, Honorable God, now, your word says, and then he puts a word. See, how do you bless that one when they stole someone's grasshoppers in a taxi? Some things are not easy. Now, who took the requirements there? That is where my mind stops. <laughs> because God does things that are beyond the understandings of man who had a testimony of a gentleman who was in Dubai in prison can you give it to us network network Ija kutuka, netu wakambi. Ni inga mujisari yu mujituwe kare. Please make a clip Mujiteke for us. Mujiteke sons and daughters. And share it on sons and daughters. Tuwa sobize jakuja. We promise you it will come. Nimu bimpi impi. But in summary. Na tiri sena dikakati sinada anguru. I observed her silence. Even if I had my food at the introduction, I haven't yet got my consciousness. Who remembers that testimony very well? And you can speak it the same way he spoke. Raise your hand if you can speak. I'm always watching you up. Since we are all here, and you've not spoken. Come Praise the Lord. I was online. I wasn't here. Yes. Yes. He said that he was in Dubai. He went to Dubai. We are two Kayo, Vinchira Katabiagan Dabulunji, Navera Mukomera, and then he was in prison. For seven years. Seven, eight. Seven. Seven years. Yes. He was. I think he yes. wanted to overstay. Uh -huh. for seven years. He was in prison of Manenti Five hundred. Yes. 
Tinaye yari mukomera he was in prison wari umuntu ya mukonnecting ku church ya fe someone connected him to our that church and online and he started following online gabuna kwabera ko wabera ko service abera ko every time there is a services at so that one time umulundi gumu nti yari mukomera he was in prison wajaba cid babiri and then two cids came naga matwa cid ba cid beri Baina malala manji bevali nga ba minister ba wano CIDs are very proud they like Tibajanesimu they come kwelinyalie with his name and his picture out of all those people nubantu bonnebita nabariyo nubaitamu yeyeka he was called out bamteka motoka they put him in a car nubamtuala to another station ngatibamu gambeche bamtuali de they put him in a car they took him to another station noza malaika ya mulondaye i think it was the angel that picked him bamtuala somewhere else they bawina wadabamutu bamdumping on batamgamba songa rwachi bamulese they dumped him there and they didn't tell him a reason why abalan bambuza bamtuala chichaya gala ona ina gamba tamany and other asked him what do you want they told him to go out he stayed outside without knowing he was scared first week second week Third week, the week of Saturday, sick so ate yali musajja and for him is a man atenga simulwadde nga nga mulamu he was healthy so chaba sembera mulaine yabachala bali bagala bantu 10 he got into the line of the women abakazi mbamugamba godi musajja what you want wachoze mulaine yafu and the women told him you are a man na so kadayo then he went back na yenge chintsigachi mugamba rwachigeza kodayo something was telling him go back and try again nadayo then mulaine back in the line the person was working this gentleman in he was the only gentleman and the rest of he was given a ticket that is how well he until now he doesn't understand it okay. she has spoken well understand but there's a word I know the Bible says the peace of God which surpasses all 
human understanding. When I read that scripture, Amen. I learned one thing. That it is not only peace which surpasses human understanding. God can give you money beyond human reasoning. God can give you wisdom beyond human wisdom. Hallelujah. Expect it any time. There are things you look at and you're like, you know, those are the miracles we talk about. This young girl has challenged me. The way she takes the words and believes them. How many are saying that you've also been challenged? Some of you are being challenged, but you want to be anointed for to be skipped over so that you can believe. <laughs> but that girl, she says, This is what I was told. She has determination and faith. I think that is what you are lacking. Amen. They overcame him by the word. When you speak the word, when speak what God spoke about you, there is power behind that word. That one acts a double-edged sword to combat your enemies, to combat the situations around you. Always speak the word. The written one and the rhema word. The written one and the rema one. That is equal uh, to prayer. Amen. Even that girl was in Kuwait. Julie. Her situation was bad. The devil was bringing his darkness. She said, I'm not going back to Uganda. I was sent to work. My pastor sent me to work. Isn't it how it was? And they booked on the plane to deport her. She kept on saying, I'm not going back to Uganda. And when they got there, the plane was full. She said, I'm not going back to Uganda. We need that faith to believe in the word to overcome the challenging situations around us. Use the word as a sword, as a shield. Amen. The words that God has given you, don't hide them. Overcome the devil with those words. Are we together? Another thing that uh, overcomes the devil is to keep quiet. To learn the value of silence. If you want to understand, read Isaiah 53. Fifty-three, verse seven. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. Chidem. 
he was oppressed and Mama ka umagena tusomena ko muruganda atano musatu musamvu damusoma Isaiah 53 verse 7 mm. He was oppressed and he was afflicted mm. yet he opened not his mouth mm. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter mm. and as a sheep before its shearers is silent mm. so he opened not his mouth Mm Mm Olunyiri olwo musanvu yajogebwa na yene yeto waza na ata yasamya kamwake ngo mwana gwendiga okutwalibwa okutibwa erange ndiga esirika mu maso gabo abagisalaka ebyoya we wawo te yasamya kamwake yajibwako olwo kujogebwa no musango oyiza nokomawo mukama yebaziwe mumanyirwa chi Yesu Mumani ruachi Yesu, when he was in the midst of the war and he was about to overcome, when he was um, oppressed and afflicted, he didn't open his mouth. Do you know why Jesus was silent in the midst of the challenge? You don't know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now listen. One of the weapons that defeat the devil is shutting your mouth. I'm going to teach you when to be silent and when to speak. Psalms 39 verse 1. Psalms 39 verse 1 mm. I said mm. I will guard my ways mm. lest I sin with my tongue mm. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle mm. while the wicked are before me Number two. I was mute with silence mm. I held my peace even from good mm. and, sorrow, and my sorrow was tarred up mm. my heart was hot within me mm. while I was moosing the fire burned mm. then I spoke with my tongue thank you Zabuli asatu muenda, tutandiki dekuli soka. Na yoke ranti, neku umanga makubo gangi. Nemengu okono nya, ululimi luangi. Na siva anga akamuaka angi, na ulukoba. Omobinga alimu maso gangi. Na siri wala, obutayogera. Na sirika, ni wankoe David unji, sabi ugera. Okunakora kwangi, nekwe yongera. Mtima gangi, neguwa kama undaya angi. Wenalindo ozo omulido, negukolira. Ndiyo kanjogera noruli milu angi. Uizo koma. Mukama hibaziwe. Amen. I'm going to teach you when to be silent and when to speak. Nadiro ino kuogera. 
There is a time when the devil is before you. When the enemy is before you and you don't need to speak. So many times. Putting aside when Jesus was arrested. But there is a time when he was struck. With a slap and then they were like prophesy who has struck you. He didn't speak a word. Amen. Amen. There's a situation that comes and you don't need to speak. When do we speak? The Bible said in Psalms 39 that while he was thinking the fire started burning and then he spoke with his tongue. What do we speak? And when do we speak? There are times when you have challenges and you don't feel you have something to speak. Never speak. You will sin with your tongue. The evil one will cause you to complain. If you see things you don't understand, keep quiet. Don't speak. Trust in God to talk for you. Amen. Amen. But if you ever feel the fire coming, there's a time when the fire is burning. There's a time when you're quiet and the fire you feel something burning inside of that you. That is the Rema word. Hallelujah. Amen. There is always something which comes in you. There is that word which always comes. It's like fire. Hallelujah. Amen. That inspiration which comes at that particular time in the midst of your turmoil. When you feel the fire, speak. Hallelujah. Amen. When I was moving, the fire started to burn. And then I spoke with my tongue. What I call, what I call the fire is the word that comes. Maybe you're quiet and the situation is bad and you don't even have the words to pray. But always there is a word that comes in your heart and it starts burning on the inside of you and it convicts you and your mind doesn't even comprehend. Overcomes the devil. Speak it forth. The moment you speak it, the situation goes away. It may not be understood by some people. Maybe it is new to you. But I want you to listen. There's a time when the fire comes in your heart. I don't know if someone can have an example. Or I can give you an example. Amen. There's a time when you're quiet and the situation has failed. But when the situation has failed, there's something that comes. One day, I was going through a challenge. 
And then I was in prayer. But I even thought that the prayers were not even making headway. And then I came quiet. And I said, Lord, what are you saying? What are you saying? Why has this come? And then I observed quietly. When I was quiet, then I heard a song. I didn't even apply it. I don't even know why it came from. And then uh, a song came from within me. I just found myself as it is a hymn. There's a, a verse that says, When I finished that verse, and then I felt a fire burning within me. And then the, the, the joy started. Sometimes when it is not a song, sometimes it is a word. Hallelujah. Amen. So that song I had the message of that time. Some of you, when you go to sleep, you wake up when you're singing. But after you, 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 you when you sing, when you've been up, and you've been sleeping, and you wake up, and you wake up, when you've been singing the song, it is a message for that day. Get a pen. Write down the words in that song. If God has spoken with you, so God was telling me, do not fail. He's near. You believe you will see. There and then I started believing. I'll never forget this. It was like three when I heard that word. By the time it was five, God had already solved what was making me faint. The word comes first before the working of God. Before God works, He sends His word and then He heals. Healing comes later. The word comes first. Hallelujah. He spoke the worlds into existence. Whatever you will be has to be spoken by God. Hallelujah. Amen. This world is a result of the word. Hallelujah. Amen. The good life you want to be will come after the word has been spoken. Praise the Lord. Amen. David said while I was missing and then a fire started to burn when the fire started to burn and then I spoke with my tongue there is a word 
that comes but it is in your heart never leave it aside that is the fire that then you feel that inspired song when you are inspired that is the fire within your heart always speak always sing that inspired song I appeal to the worship leaders Worship leaders. Maybe you've been singing and you feel. Maybe you've been singing and then you feel a fire. An inspired song. You didn't prepare it. It wasn't in your plan. And the song just comes in your heart. Forget the rest. The fire has burned. Sing with your tongue. Speak with your tongue. And it is that fire that takes away the problems. That song is a fire. takes away the problems in the congregation. That is why it is so good for you to lead worship when you're in the spirit. When you have challenges and the things that are confusing, if you haven't yet prayed, please you know, tell them, you know, go ahead. Because I will not be able to send the fire. Yet when you're in position, I'm not in position to receive the fire. You first get into the spirit. And then you get those messages. Have you understood? Every time you're in the spirit, every time you're in the spirit, you can get good revelation. Every time you're in the spirit, you can believe. When you're in the spirit, even if you have a 10,000 and you feel a conviction of everything and you remain with nothing, that is done by people in the spirit. But every time you're you're like, now I give it in what am I going to use for transport in this way? And when I get home, what am I going to eat? Because you walk by sight. Those are the only things you walk by sight. But sometimes God wants to do something through your obedience. If you are willing and obedient, you give the best of the land. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. While as Mosing, a fire burned, and I spoke with my tongue. If you want to overcome the devil, learn the value of silence. There's when you're in a bad situation, and when you speak, you're going to complain. And complaining stresses away God. If you observe silence, you're better off. But in the midst of your thoughts, if you've not spoken anything and you're in your thoughts the fire usually comes there's a word that comes it starts in your heart if it is not a song it is a word it is always there the rema word is like a fire and you feel it is consuming your life you feel you're consuming 
How many usually feel a word? Maybe you are told a word. There is a time that comes and it is filled in your heart. And you wonder where has it come from? Don't be silent. When I was moving, a fire burned. And then I spoke with my tongue. My brother who is here today. As I finish my sermon, overcome the devil with the blood of Jesus. Through repentance, you may even cover yourself with the blood. But what has not cleansed you cannot protect you. You need to uh, put the devil down. You need to ashamed the devil before God. Ashamed the devil's ministry before God. Because he comes with a list to accuse you that you don't pray. That you don't pray. Every time you come before the Lord, tell him, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me for prayerlessness. Forgive me. I've been disobeying Forgive me. I've been having fear. But I repent. I ask that your blood will cleanse me. As long as you confess, the Holy Spirit cleanses you. And by the time the devil comes, they just chase him away. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to tell you in the beginning there was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Whatever you want has to be a word. And it will come. You've heard how the young girl has challenged us. Even when there's no money, God never fails to use his way to bring in 